You're a monster! Welcome in to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. James, how we doing? Good, as always. Yeah, man. Another week in the books. Kind of excited, but... Yeah, still chaotic. Still a little still chaotic. Wild. Yeah, I definitely agree. Not a lot of movement today on the trade deadline, though. No, yeah. Just the NFL, man. They can't get the trade deadline right. It's always it's always like this. It's very need, boring. Yep. Yeah, not a lot of high-end movement. We expect to be some high-end movement, but but nothing really. Yeah, there, were, there was a couple interesting things out there that would have been cool to see happen, but... Yeah, we'll discuss them later if we got time. Um, but for anybody that's uh, listening for the first time, if you want to jump on social media and follow us, where could they follow us at? Twitter at the TFL Monsters, Facebook at the TFL Monsters, Patreon, Apple Podcast, and Anchor, the Fantasy Monsters, and you could find our personal handles up there too. Yeah, great. Yeah, come follow us. We also do some things on our social media pages. Uh, we do fades. Uh, we also do waiver wire pickups. So if you want to follow those things, yeah, uh, come news. follow us on social media. Yeah, the news. We drop anything that's super relevant. Uh, speaking of news, James, what do we got in Monster News this week? So yeah, guys that missed week eight, a lot of real big, big name guys again. Michael Thomas, hamstring, still out. Chris Carson with the foot. He wasn't able to go this past week. Yep. None of the Seattle running backs could go except nope. DJ Dallas. Uh, Miles Sanders, knee. I, do, I remember them saying he was close so hopefully he should be back soon yep joe mixon also with the foot missed another game i think they're going into their bye week so hopefully we should see him after that cmc with the ankle we it was a long shot last week so hopefully he's going to get in practice this week and aaron jones missed again yeah and they're playing thursday night and it doesn't seem like he's going to be out there either doesn't look promising yeah it doesn't look like they're going to have any running backs either (laughs) yeah because uh, AJ Dillon's on COVID precautions. And they took Jamal Williams out because of close contact. Yeah. So uh, I think it's Tyler Irvin. This is like their wow. fourth string guy. I was trying to think of a wide receiver they'd put back there. Yeah. I mean, they used to have Ty Montgomery <laughs> yeah. way back in the day. That was a hot fantasy thing for a while. Yeah. Aaron Jones has to be back soon. That's really starting to bug me. Yeah. But. So guys that left week eight early. Some more big name guys. Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Midfoot sprain. They're considering him day to day. This one does make me a little nervous with Calvin Ridley. He's always dealing with something, it seems like. Kenny Galladay, my boy, he has uh, hurt his hip. He's out week nine, and they're saying he'll be, they'll reevaluate him after that, probably be week to week. So he's probably going to miss at least a couple games. And then big sad news again George Kittle, mm-hmm. foot injury. He's going to miss extended time. There's IR talks, and there's even talks of he could miss the rest of the season. Yeah, it's really disappointing because he's a. He's awesome. He's so, yeah, he's so awesome. He's fun to watch on and off the field. Yep. <laughs> and in the same game, I mean, 49ers just cannot catch a break this year. Jimmy G goes down again with a high ankle sprain out indefinitely. We might not see him the rest of the season. You know what, though? Unfortunately, and this is just me. Well, I think we've brought this up before. I kind of don't mind it. Yeah. I, he's not been throwing the ball down the field. No, he, he was bad. He's this looked past really game. bad this whole season, in my opinion. So. I don't know. I'll kind of wait and see. Yeah, I don't think like Nick Mullins or CJ Beathard are great, but I don't think it really hurts the team. Right. I agree with you. I don't. I don't really think it hurts that much. Yep. So. Yeah, I mean that was the the sucks. The trade deadline came and passed, and nothing really happened. I mean, you want to any of the interesting things that didn't happen? You would have <laughs> liked to see happen. 
Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about it. Let's see what you got. What uh, what's something I know we heard about fits? That would have been yeah, that would have been so cool, man. It would have been so cool. Yeah, I, I agree. I think fits. What the rumor was is is fits was supposed to be going to Dallas. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. Nope. Very unfortunate. But I do think that would have been really cool to see. Yeah, it would have been awesome. Uh, I mean, yeah, the, a lot of the Will Fuller talks. I'm kind of glad it didn't happen because just for Deshaun Watson's sake. But I did hear Green Bay that they're saying. I know you told me that you saw that it was the price tag. Yeah. I also saw that there was a lot of debate in the Green Bay organization about they were back and forth with the decision. Yeah, I heard the same thing. I yeah, there was a uh, too high of a price possibly for him. It would have been very interesting. I think Aaron Rodgers would have. Oh yeah, way way up the scale. I don't know about Devontae Adams having another high end wide receiver there if he would have to regress a little bit, but nah, that would have yeah. been fun. That would have been a fun offense to see. Yeah, and then I know Al Robinson names had been thrown out. Julio's name had been thrown out. Yeah, a going few to times. New England. Yeah, so but. Again, none of it happened. Really disappointing. I would have loved to have seen some of those changes. No, yeah, like the biggest offensive name that got moved was DeAndre Washington. Yeah, DeAndre Washington to Miami <laughs> as a depth piece. Yeah, because I think he was mostly on their practice squad this year, the Chiefs practice squad. Yeah, I don't think he's been relevant at all. So kind of disappointing. All right, so we're going to go ahead and jump into our Monster Guys of the Week. Let's go ahead and jump in with our quarterbacks. Patty. Patty, Patty Mahomes. Mahomes. Uh, half a billion dollar man. Yeah. 30, 36 points against the Jets. Did we really expect anything else, though? No. Yeah. I, yeah. I had a feeling it was going to be a big Tyreek Hill game. And, I mean, it was just the whole passing game was working. Hard, there was a McCole Hardman sighting. Mm-hmm. No sighting of the running backs, but Patrick Mahomes got it done. And guess what, guys? They covered the line. Yeah, they covered they the nineteen and a half point line. Yeah, they did. That is That's so crazy. Awesome. Yeah, it was a, it was a fun it was a fun game, but I really didn't expect anything less. No, actually, the fact that the Jets scored points was actually a little shocking yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah, I know it, it was late in the game. It was like a nineteen points. I yeah. was like, "Ooh, are they going to get it?" Mm-hmm. They ended up getting it. Yeah, we also have Russell Wilson on the board. Get San Francisco scoring twenty eight points. Man, he's just on here almost weekly. How is he? How does he not the MVP of the season? I think he will be at some I think point. He has well, to be. Uh, I don't know, man. Kyler's also. Yeah, but this. I mean, we'll get to it later for our end of season predictions. But I think Seattle is going to be a team a to ride. even with yeah. that defense. That offense right now is just unstoppable. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Running backs. Boom. He's back. Dalvin Cook. He's dude. back. I mean, this is the Dalvin Cook we all know he can be. I believe he was the first player in NFL history to score his team's first four touchdowns on the first of the game. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. He was unstoppable in this game. I mean, and what's crazy is Green Bay's defense isn't terrible. Well, they have a bad rush defense. Their pass defense is good. They do, but and and that's what really stinks is when you're going up against Dalvin Cook. But, uh, you know, Green Bay's got to really get that solved. Once again, they didn't go and do anything on the trade deadline. Um, but we also had Gio Bernard yep. with Joe Mixon out. He really took his the snaps that he was given and really took it to his full advantage. He scored 21 points. Again, guys, this is in half point versus Tennessee. Wasn't a bad game. No. No, what yeah, the, he is he is a capable running back. He's one of those yeah. guys like Jamal I know you're Williams. a big Joe Mixon fan, but yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, there's clearly a talent difference, but when yeah. he's in there, I mean, volume is king and he can do something with it. You want to go through wide receivers? Yep. This is going to eat your... This is going to hurt a little bit, isn't it? No, I mean, this is... <laughs> this is... I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't want to like, I don't hate this player or anything. I do. I, know, I think he's I very, very good. It's DK Metcalf. Yeah. At 30 points, he was on, just looked great out there this past week. I mean, that just, when you have Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf on opposite sides of each other, it is yeah. just There's a reason a why Russell Wilson scary. is as good as he is yeah. right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Robert Woods was the other one against Miami. I mean, What's been really nice is he's been getting these rushing touchdowns. Yeah, though. yeah, the rushing work is really cool. Yeah, so I know that he's struggled in the past getting receiving touchdowns, mm-hmm. but they're finding ways in the red zone to just give him these little kind of end arounds, and he's he's getting in the end zone with them. So I don't mind it. Yeah, it was funny. I think it was Halloween night. We were together making our DFS lineups, and I was just mm-hmm. like, "You got to go with the Miami defense." Jared yeah. Goff on the road. Against this pretty good defense, it's going to be a good play. And besides Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, the Rams' offense did yeah. nothing. Running, running game was terrible. terrible. D, you know, Henderson ended up going out too, so didn't look good. Tight ends? Yep. Uh, I mean, Kelsey. Obviously. It's just, yeah. He's just. <laughs> He's almost weekly. I mean, is there a more consistent player in fantasy football? At, at the tight end position? At no, any position. Heck, well. Probably not. I mean, Travis Kelsey is one of the most con, you know, consistent players in fantasy. I would definitely say he's to me he's the number one tight end, oh, yeah. and he won't oh, that yeah. won't change. And it's because of the because I yeah. mean I think Kittle might be more talented than him with like with the ball in his hand and stuff like that. But yeah, Kelsey just every week is just you know exactly what you're going to get. Yeah, well, and he's he, yeah he's a very safe bet. Yep, which worth, is worth he, worth the draft price. Yeah, which is why he always goes early. Uh, first time on the board, Jared Cook. Yep, thirteen points against Chicago. Really rough tight end week again. There's just these huge gaps yeah. normally between Kittle. C- Cook's and a good mention here though Kelsey. because he has been pretty consistent the past few weeks. He's, I mean, they're not super big games because he's a tight end, but he's given you at least double digit points in quite a few weeks in a row. Yeah, I think I'm. And he's to out there on up. multiple waiver wires. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I put him out there as a streamer this week. I think yeah, I think he's a good play. Yeah, for sure. Even though it was against Chicago, but. Still, yeah, that was an ugly game. Well, speaking of ugly games, our team of the week, we had to give it to the Bengals. Yeah, because the fighting Burrows. Yeah, man. Uh, Joe Burrow was somebody that I think I talked about a little bit last week. Yeah, being somebody that you should pick up against this Tennessee defense. He didn't have a huge high end game. No, but it was like 20, I think 22, 24 points, depending on what your scoring format was. Yeah, it's a good game. So it's a good game for a quarterback. So I played him as a streamer this week. But uh, he came out and and played well and ended up winning 31-20. You would think yeah, that Tennessee no. would have still won this game. Yeah, yeah. I, I really was excited about this game. I thought it could be a high-scoring game, and Tennessee let, let it down a little bit. Yeah, very very disappointing on the Tennessee side, considering I would say Tennessee is an AFC championship caliber team. They're one of, yeah, there's a, there's a handful of both conferences, and they're one of them. Yeah, so. But yeah, I feel like this is also Tennessee's M.O. They past couple <laughs> years they the do these a couple teams. times. Yeah, I actually I can't, I can't even say Cincinnati is a bad team anymore. I think Cincinnati's they're not a bad team, but they're not a. I mean, the offense is decent it's, enough. It moves yeah. the ball, but yeah. but their their defense is getting decent enough to not let up as many points. Yep. So, all right. So now we're going to go ahead and jump into our end of season predictions. Oh. 
Bold predictions. Sorry, guys. We're not doing power rankings this week. They'll right. be back next week. Yep. We've, we figured we'd bypass those this week and do something a little bit different. So where do you want to start? You want to start with quarterbacks? Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're just going to talk about a few quarterbacks who we think have the possibility of being the number one quarterback at the end of the year, possible even MVP. Yeah. Who you want to start with? I got... I want to start with Kyler Murray, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. I I mean, I know he was on a bye this week, so he's no longer the number one ranked quarterback. Yeah, I mean, he's only 10 points back. But yeah, 10 points back from Russell Wilson. He hasn't Wilson. had a bus game yet. Yeah, he's really not. I really I don't think it's just changing. between two people, really. I, I think it's between Kyler and Russ. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. I don't think... I really don't even know who else I'd put in there, but when you look at it... I his, mean, Allen at the beginning of the season was up there, but the past few weeks have just been tanking him i mean i look at the rest of his season you know he comes back plays miami we we just saw what miami did to the rams yep so possibly could be a tough game uh but then he's got buffalo seattle yeah, but the running of kyler is just it it's elevates yeah him. it it really does and their run defense i mean he's he's not lamar of last year but he's not that far behind what he's doing no i just don't think he has a really crazy tough schedule i think he no. can beat all of these teams um or at least be successful and I mean, his worst game was against Carolina, and it was still twenty-two points. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's how great he's been all year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and Russell Wilson, he doesn't have a terrible schedule. He still has to play the Rams twice, mm-hmm. but besides that, I mean, you're looking at like Buffalo, the Giants, Arizona. He's the got the Jets, Jets Washington. Yes, yeah, so, I mean San Francisco again. Placing my bet, I'm betting on Kyler, mm-hmm. but I think it's like 60% on Kyler, 40% on Russ. I do think it's a two horse race. Yeah, I'm trying to th- I'm trying to look at turnovers real quick. One, two, three. He had three against Arizona, which was crazy. Yeah, there was a lot of bad mistakes in that game. Six, seven. So, I mean, Kyler's definitely turned the ball over a lot more. Yeah. So he does need to chill on that a little bit. So, I mean, but I, I still, I put, I would put my bet on Kyler as well if I was putting some money on it. But I mean, Russell has also had a really dominant game. But I, I'm going with Kyler on this. Good. You want to move to running backs? Yep. All right. Who you got? I think there's three names to look at. Okay. I think Dalvin Cook, mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara, mm-hmm. and Derrick Henry. Okay. I believe they're all three past their buys, so that's nothing you have to worry about now. Yep. And Cook's got the lead right now. It's not by a lot, though. This is the time. I mean, Henry is actually really. Um, this is the time of the year when Henry goes ham. Yeah. And if the Tennessee wants to do anything, it's going to be on the back of him. But I mean, Cook is just. Well, having a 40 point game or whatever this past week definitely yeah. helps. Honestly, though, I mean, it depends what you're looking at. Like, so I see that he's the number two running back in PPR. So Kamara is number one. Yeah. Well, but yeah, I mean, standard, Kamara is a top 10. He's a wide receiver one yeah. this year. If you just look at the receiving stats. Right. And he, I mean, he's fourth overall. And I mean, that's just yeah. crazy. So I think it really depends on, on if, what the rest of the season looks like. Cause I honestly, I think it's a two man race. I don't know about Derrick Henry right now. Really? And I, I really don't. Uh, see, I kind of lean Kamara or Henry. See, Eileen Kamara or the Cook. The division that Cook's in is a little iffy to me and just the re-injury risk rate for him. Yeah. I mean, that, and that's fair. 
The thing with me, though, is I, I feel like Tennessee's starting to have a little bit of a culture shift. I don't think they're running Henry as much. Yeah. I mean, I still think they're running him a lot, but like I still think he could get more. Well, yeah, Derrick Henry can always get more. Yeah, I mean, he could be a 40. Oh, man, look, actually, you know, looking at this Dalvin Cook schedule coming up, man. It looks good, doesn't it? He's playing Detroit this week, then Chicago, which is not a great matchup, but then Dallas, Carolina, Jacksonville. Tough matchup with Tampa, Chicago, Indy, and then finishes, the, well, week 17, that shouldn't count, but Detroit. So, I mean, that's a handful of the best matchups for a running back mm-hmm. in the league. Yeah. Well, Henry's matchups look pretty good, though, too, now that I just looked at it. You know, so he, I mean, listen to the final four games. Jacksonville, Detroit, Green Bay, Houston. Yeah, those are nice. Yeah, that's <laughs> similar to Cooks. Yeah, and, and then, then the week before that, he plays Cleveland. Yeah, and yeah, Kamara's got some tougher matchups. So I think to me, it, it really and depends. The Kamara factor is still with Michael Thomas coming back. Right. But, I mean, it's not like Kamara's not going to be good anymore. He's just getting a lot of res, like receiving work. Oh yeah, and I'm feeling if if Thomas comes back, he He's, might not I get mean, as much. So I love. I mean, if you look at his rushing attempts, like last week, twelve rushing attempts, sixty-seven yards. Week before that, fourteen rushing attempts, eighty-three yards. He's just, he just, he just, he is so efficient, man. Yeah. He is so efficient. Well, and then even last week, thirteen targets, nine receptions for yeah. ninety-six yards. You know, eight receptions for sixty-five. Eight receptions on Yeah, over the past three weeks, he has 32 targets. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, that's crazy. That's awesome. So it, it to me, it's going to all depend on if the targets go down. See, for me, Dalvin Cook, like that's what makes that whole entire offense tick. I yeah. think with New Orleans, Michael Thomas coming back, that would really help. But Derrick Henry, I don't know, man. I, I'm taking my shot on, on Dalvin Cook is who I think I would go with here. I think, uh, I think I'm going to lean Kamara with the passing work. Yeah, I, again, the only thing is, is it's just with Michael Thomas possibly coming back, will that sustain or not? We'll just have to kind of wait and see. Wide receivers. Yeah, this is going to be... This one's hard, yeah. This, this one's hard. A lot of big-name receivers have missed time, mm-hmm. so it's hard for them to catch up. Like Devontae Adams, he's missed two games. Mm-hmm. He's still the fifth overall receiver. He's not back by much. I, I mean, rest of season, I think Devontae Adams has to be the one from here on out but to catch up towards the end uh he's up there but i mean do you see dk keeping because he's the number one right now do you see him keeping that i mean the thing is is dk's i mean we talked about wilson yeah dk with russell wilson's been really good i mean tyler lockett's the fourth best receiver (laughs) And they both only played. Are you seven looking games. at standard or half point? Because I got DK at number two. Uh, yeah, actually, it was standard. Yeah, change that. Okay, yeah, so, so he I goes from have, one to two. Yeah, I still have Calvin Ridley at one by point six points. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't think Calvin and Calvin Ridley just got hurt too. So no, I, yeah, we, I, don't I don't really count know Ridley. Yeah, but I mean, even Devonte Adams missing a couple weeks, he's still at seven. Yeah, you know. I don't necessarily, and I'm just going down looking at this list. I don't really think Stephon Diggs will be there. Because of the game gaps, I think I'm still Devontae Adams. Yeah. And I think DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is fifth. He's only like 12 points back. He's played one less game than Calvin Ridley. The same as like DK Metcalf and stuff. I just I just think they're the two, like two of the most talented receivers in the league. They're getting hyper-targeted. They're in good offenses. I do lean Adams, though. 
Yeah, the thing that's bugging me is DeAndre Hopkins' touchdowns. Yeah. He's only got three. Yeah. I mean, he's killing it in targets right now. 73, but he doesn't even lead the league in targets. Stephon Diggs does. Yeah, that's so funny. That is so funny. Yeah. So, I mean, it looks like he's leading the league in receptions and in yards, but the touchdowns is what's missing right now. I mean, when you've got DK and Tyler Lockett and even Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams all having seven touchdowns, you know. So, okay, I got a question for you. Yep. So, I mean, so who who are you? I'm going Devontae Adams. Okay. So, DK and Tyler Lockett, they're two and four. Mm-hmm. You think they both stay in the top five by the end of the season? If they do, that's going to be crazy. There's a chance. I mean, Russell, again, Russell Wilson's been a monster this year. Um, but I, I can't see both of them sustaining top five. I think they're both guaranteed top tens. But yeah. I do, yeah, it's hard to see both of them staying top five. I think Tyler Lockett will be a top five. But I, think I mean, DK you look at the back. standings, I think Calvin Ridley is going to fall out. I think um, Stephon Diggs is going to fall out. Tyler Boyd yeah, won't be and there. I, if Devontae Adams can get up there, I mean. If you look if you look at the top 12 receivers right now, I mean, Robbie Anderson is in there. Yep. Uh, Tyler Boyd is in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's there's some people that I, def- that I definitely do not see staying in there. No. So and I don't I don't think DK I think he might be top ten but I don't think he'll be stay top five. Yeah. So I mean yeah. Who did who are you going with? Devonta. You going with Devonta yeah, too? Okay. Be, yeah. Yeah. I made an effort to go out and get him in leagues. Yeah. At the I'm beginning trying, of the year. but it's not looking very promising. So I mean, tight ends. I don't even there's think one. There's guy, one right. Kels, especially yeah. now with the Kittle injury. I mean, he already had a sizable lead on yeah. Kittle. So I mean, it's got to be Kelsey. Almost by forty points. So, I mean, right. you want to pick the number two? Well, with Kittle going out, I mean, to me, it's it would go Darren Waller. But yeah, it is very, and I must say this name because it's very interesting, though, but TJ Hawkinson's not that yeah. far behind. Nope. And he's having a very good season right yeah. now for Detroit. You know, four touchdowns, 41. Especially if Kenny is going to miss time, he might be able to get Yeah, 41 targets. And when, and when Kenny was missing time, he was having yeah, bigger games. TJ's been good all year. So, I mean, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, I do lean Waller, but yeah, TJ is not a bad dark horse. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I like TJ, but I would lean Waller too, especially because George Kittle's gone. Well, possibly gone all season. What so, happened to Mark Andrews, though? Yeah. I mean, he's all the way back in six. Robert Tanyan is above him right now. Yeah, I brought it up like a, quite a while ago that he made me nervous, and it's kind of foreshadowed. It, yeah, it's just not been good. He's the yeah. targets haven't been that bad. They're just not connect. Lamar's passing. It's just been bad this year. I think it's more Lamar yep. than it is him, but you know it's one and the same. Yeah. So so for we're gonna do rookie. Yeah, this is gonna be more fun. Yeah. So rookie quarterbacks, who's gonna be the number one? I think it's it's obviously a two horse race. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert. That's and it, who we're I mean, thinking. They've both been very good. Very good. Yeah, and it, and I mean for us it, it does kind of suck because we did make a comment early on in the you know before the season started that we weren't massive Joe uh, Justin Herbert fans. I still don't know long term, but I will say that that's on me. He's, he's having definitely a great turned season. my opinion on him. Yeah, yeah, he's having a great season, and some of the things that I had issues with, he's not having issues with, no. which was accuracy downfield. Yeah, so he's having. Very good protection. He's throwing the ball downfield with accuracy. I think I lean Joe Burrow just because of, you know, being on the Bengals. 
I don't feel like there's talent. I mean, the Chargers were with a good quarterback could be a Super Bowl caliber caliber team with that defense. So Burrow's ahead right now, but in points per game, Herbert is beating him. And looking at Herbert's schedule, man, he's about to play Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. Then at Miami could be a tough one. Then he's got the Jets, Buffalo, New England, who's kind of iffy, Atlanta, Las Vegas, Denver. That's a great set of matchups for him. Yeah, that definitely is. And I mean, who do you think has the better offense? Well, that's the thing is I I because right I honestly I think, think they're it, very very similar. Oh, they have, I don't. They think both so. have good I think, talent. Nate, I mean, Ke- name a Keenan, Keenan Allen. Allen Mike on... Williams has been good. They still have Hunter Henry. I mean, yeah, I think it goes to the Bengals, but I st- I don't think by any means no, you, Chargers no, don't have t- any the Chargers talent. are the better offense. Oh yeah, that oh yeah. See, I, I think the Bengals are the better offense. Really? No, oh, at least I, offensively talented. Oh man, I completely disagree. Especially there. with Mixon there, you still have Tyler Boyd, T Higgins. AJ Green is like your third receiver is not bad. Yeah, well, because of the name, not because of what he's doing. Well, exactly. But I mean, Keenan Allen is by far the better wide receiver yeah, of anybody he's the, he's just the mentioned. Best at all of them. Hunter Henry is by far more talented than any tight end that the Bengals yeah, have. Yeah, Bengals aren't really running with the tight end. And as far as running game, I mean, if Austin Eckler was healthy, I think yeah. he's capable yeah. of being just as good as well, I wouldn't say he's good as good as Joe Mixon, no. but he's he's talented enough. And Justin Jackson had a great game this past week. But again, it comes to the defense too, though. The defense helps because it's going to have the offense on the field more. Yeah. I think that the defense, I I don't know, man. I still lean. I think Burrow's the better quarterback, but I I picked Herbert to finish ahead of him. Yeah, I might, be kind of, I might be going back, man. I picked Burrow just because he's on. I felt like he was on the worst team talent-wise. And he's made them look a lot better. Yeah. No, yeah. Burrow's been great. And he's been very consistent. He's good with the ball. He's not having a lot of turnovers. So I, I don't know. This one would be interesting. We should almost figure out. We'll we'll place a bet and we'll come back. Because I think that would be a fun bet to watch. Yeah. So we'll have to come up with something for that. Running backs. Uh, this one's not that much fun no, because yeah, especially a with lot health. of high-end running backs just haven't done anything. Yeah, Clyde was doing good, but it's a little murky now. Yeah, and, and that offense in general. Yeah, I, just because it's so it can be so pass-heavy at times. Uh, Jonathan Taylor thought maybe he would come in in Indy and just take the whole thing over. And it's been very bumpy, and it's now very maybe bumpy. dealing with an injury. Yep. Um, J.K. Dobbins not really doing anything. Yeah, not getting enough work. And then DeAndre Swift. Ooh, I I can't believe I forgot this. You know who a rookie who is who is a rookie? James Robinson. Oh, that's he right. is a rookie. He's uh, yeah, technically he, he a rookie. Undrafted, but yeah, he is a rookie. Yeah, James. So, yeah, Robinson. I think. Yeah, you know I what, man? I think I might go with James Robinson. Because yeah, besides him, I mean, I was kind of leaning Antonio Gibson. Yeah, I was leaning Antonio Gibson as well. Just I because... don't know what's going to happen with Clyde. Yeah. Well, Antonio Gibson, he's been doing enough. Yeah, he's been doing enough to be relevant. And he's, he's on a running lot back of teams. too. Yeah. yeah, I think Clyde has the better offense, but and I think he's the best player, talent wise. But yeah, no, you know what, man? I think yeah, James Robinson. I forgot about I James Robinson because be. he was undrafted. Yeah, but was he undrafted this year? Or was it yeah. last year? No, he's a rookie. No way, man. Well, good for you, James Robinson. You're yeah, I, 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 I really enjoyed him this year. Yeah, well, he's been the only bright spot in that whole entire team. <laughs> yeah, and wide receivers don't get a lot easier either because I think it would have been C.D. Lamb in a landslide until Dak went down. 
Yeah, CD Lamb was a wide receiver too before that happened. Yeah, CD Lamb was having a great season. Uh, you know, Jerry Judy kind of has disappeared up in Denver, which is yeah, really they disappointing. Just haven't been able to really sustain anything. Well, I think Cortland Sutton going down has almost kind of hurt him. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Drew Locke's missing time, and then when he's been in there, he hasn't looked great. Right. That offense is just bad. They've had a lot of bad matchups. So they've had a very tough schedule this year. Yeah, it might just be a lost season for Judy. But uh, one one's think, been standing out because T Higgins has been pretty good. He's been very consistent. Yeah, too. he's been very consistent, and I really like T Higgins a lot. Yeah, I do too. Moving forward, but I can't. I feel like I have to give it to Justin. Jones. Yeah, me too. I think so. You know, he was somebody that going into the season that we were both very high on. We thought he could be rookie of the year this year. And he's having a tremendous season. I mean, he to me, he's actually having a better season than Stephon Diggs has ever in Minnesota. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. So it's far. Hard. Yeah, it's hard to compare the two. It is. They're two different players, but I I really like what Justin Jefferson has brought to that that offense, even though they're not winning games. No. <laughs> I mean they got I think they're one and six. <laughs> well, they did beat the Packers, so yeah. Barely. So I guess they're two and six still. So did yeah, you have anybody I mean, else that you thought? It's just, I yeah. mean, it's only been a couple big games and it's hard to see one really his big role game. in the offense sustaining and Ayuk, I would look at him, but I mean, Debo's probably going to be back the quarterback play of this offense. He's really only had a couple big games either. He's having big games when Debo's out. Yeah. I would say the same thing about Claypool is having big games when Deontay Johnson isn't playing. We had the better game this past week. Is Deontay Johnson a rookie this year? Is he no, this the is second, second year? year yeah. Second year. Yeah, Claypool scored over 17 points three times. Double mm-hmm. digits four times. So it's mm-hmm. not bad, but that, he is a big play guy. But yeah, besides that, I mean, yeah, I, I would have put CeeDee Lamb up here a few weeks ago before Dak got hurt, but that's just been a nightmare since. Yeah, and I mean, once again, we thought they were something would change at the deadline and it didn't but i'm looking at justin jefferson real fast because he's had some rough games the oh, first yeah, two games yeah. were not very I mean, good yeah last week was rough yeah five points hmm the schedule doesn't look that much easier either no but he has been seeing some decent targets yeah i think if i had to pick justin jefferson one and i think i put t higgins two just because of the consistency and the targets he's been seeing I do like T. Higgins. I mean, he's hit double-digit points in every week since week three. Yeah. That's what you look for. I mean, we're not talking high-end points. Some of them are. No. But let's see, 21, I mean, 13, 10, 20, 18, yeah. 18, 18, 14. And he's got a decent-looking schedule. So I would put my money on Justin Jefferson. I would dark horse T. Higgins, yep. though, for sure. Yep. And yeah, there's no really any reason to talk about rookie tight ends because yeah, because they're not they even relevant anyway. <laughs> but something fun to talk about. Yep. Super Bowl predictions. Yes. So you want to start with the AFC? I think yeah. So we I think just, the AFC is the more interesting side. Yeah. I uh, I mean I'm I'm pretty much solo now on one team after this past week, which we'll get into later. I'm really going with Pittsburgh. See, I still give it to the Chiefs, but I do think it's. They're the top two teams. Yeah, Chiefs, I think Steelers. the Chiefs and, and the Steelers will be your AFC championship game. Yep. I think the reason I edge out to the Steelers is because their defense is just too Yeah, so I mean, good. yeah, I was thinking about this exact situation, trying to think who scares you more, the Pittsburgh defense or, or the, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. 
And yeah. I, I think it's Patrick Mahomes for me. See, because the thing is, is let's be honest. I mean, we, we, we saw the Super Bowl last year against that 49ers defense. How True. good that 49ers defense was. True. And he tore them up. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes, just, when he's on, he's just unstoppable. He is. And he's like a comeback and kid, too. And it's not too, like the Chiefs know? don't have a good, a really good defense either. They have a very good defense. So you, yeah. if, if you yeah. flip the conversation, what scares you more? The Chiefs defense or Ben Roethlisberger? I mean, that's the thing, though, is like when you compare the, it. I mean, the Steelers are undefeated, but it's Ben hasn't been like incredible this year. He's been good. He's not been bad. Though. No, he hasn't been bad, but he hasn't been like years past. I bet you I'm going to look this up real quick. So when I when I really compare both teams is obviously Patrick Mahomes is way better than Ben Roethlisberger overall. I think the wide receiver cores, though. I, I mean. They're close, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I think I would. I think they're very close. I, I, I'd still well, lean the just Chiefs. wide receivers. Out, no, I'd give it to the Steelers. You, see, I, you would still go to the Steelers. Yeah, and running backs. I mean, James Conner, Clyde, full, both very. I think if they're you're both going very good. on individually, I'd give it. Yeah, I'd give it. Uh, I'd give it to Clyde. But yeah, so NFC side. So well, you have Pittsburgh well, beating the Chiefs. I do have Pittsburgh beating the Chiefs. And so I just looked at Ben. So Ben's had a streak of some rough games for sure. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't been necessarily bad, especially like NFL-wise watching him on the field, but he hasn't been incredible. Yeah, and Patrick Mahomes is the number two quarterback on the year. Yep. Roethlisberger is 22. Yep. But yeah, the NFC side is tough. It, it is tough because there's mm-hmm. quite a few teams. You have Seattle right now who's leading the conference. Yeah. Arizona. Even despite that defense, Seattle still will terrify me. Yeah, you have Tampa, who has the awesome defense. That offense, when it's healthy and not is, playing the New York Giants, well, is they incredible. just got Antonio Brown. Yep, I think the Packers you could still throw in there. Hmm. And, and I'm kind of losing faith in the Saints. I don't. I don't think it's going to happen this year. No, nah, I think the Saints are done. And that's I just because I don't. I don't trust anything that they're doing. I mean, Drew Brees isn't even as consistent as he has been. I mean, he's no. he's struggling. And I just don't know how much Matt Michael Thomas is going to help when he's back. I think he'll help, that but it's too late. Also, they, the run defense is still very, very good, but that pass defense just is just so inconsistent this year. Yeah. So, I mean, I lean Seattle for the NFC. I really do, just because of Russell Wilson. But Tampa do, would terrify me. They really would. It's tough. I mean, because the one thing is, is, it's Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's just Tom Brady. Should you ever bet against Tom Brady? I think we've learned our lessons and probably saying no on that. Uh, so I would be a little nervous. And that defense has surprisingly been very good this yeah. year. Uh, the, when coming into the season, they were I wasn't looking at them as like a top 10 defense. No, yeah. Last year they had a very good run defense, but that just every level of that defense. Yeah, they, they've looked really good. And as Tom Brady does his due diligence and, you know, Antonio Brown coming in could give a little bit of a spark. They really need to figure out the run game, but it's a good team. But can anybody outscore Russell Wilson? That's where it comes down to because their defense is on their good. On, on his best day. No, on that offense's best day. No. And I mean, can is there any team that can cover a Tyler Lockett and a DK Metcalf? No. Because you still have to worry about Russell Wilson running. You still have to worry about Chris Carson. They use and a couple David tight ends. Yeah, not, David Moore is a good he's deep not threat. Bad. No. 
And Seattle has the ability to keep their defense off the field if they want to. They can slow the game down if they have to. Yeah. So I think the NFC Championship game, I think it, I think I do think I lean Seattle, Tampa. Green Bay is a little interesting to me, but it's it, it is hard to trust believe in them. Yeah. And and I and as much as I really really love Arizona this year, don't get me wrong. I think I, Kyler I think, yeah, I think great. they're going to be a tough out in the play. I think they're a playoff but team. I, and I think they're going to be a tough out. But, but I, I think they'll be. I out. think they're like one or two years away. Yeah, I think they'll be out in the first round. See, I, uh, depend, I don't think depending they're going to get the what seed they get. Yeah, depending on what seed they get. Yeah, they could possibly be out. But I think it's a lot of it's just you know still immaturity for Kyler yeah. still growing. DeAndre Hopkins hasn't had a ton of. You know, playoff experience with Wash or DeAndre or she's uh, Deshaun Watson because I think they lost in the first round each time they've played too. Yeah. So, so yeah, my Super Bowl final Super Bowl prediction. All right. Who are you going with? Chiefs Seahawks. Okay. So, Chiefs Seahawks. And who you got winning? Chiefs. It's got to be the Chiefs. Chiefs. So, you think they're going to go back to back? I. As much as I would love to see that, because it doesn't happen that often, I don't think that's going to happen. Probably not, but... But I would go with... Well, you don't even have the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, so. I don't. I've got Pittsburgh yeah. in the Super Bowl. I've got Pittsburgh in the, the Super Bowl. The rematch? With... What rematch are you thinking? I'm going Seahawks. Yeah. Yeah, they played. Yeah? Like the Jerome Bettis year. Uh, well, it's been a while. Yeah. I mean, it was Ben's... I think it was his first or second year. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with the Seahawks and the Steelers. I that do think be the Steelers. A, I mean, I think they would both be, be there. very, very good games to watch. Yeah, and winning that's gonna be tough. Oh man, I might say I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh. I yeah, think I'm still gonna I go with Pittsburgh there too. I still think I'm gonna go with an AFC. I don't think the NFC has enough to beat an AFC. I think team the this Chiefs year. have the best offense, and the Steelers have the best defense in the league. Yeah. And and the thing is, is both teams have capable opposites. Yeah, you know the Chiefs' defense is very capable, and the offense for the Steelers are capable. So, yep. let us know what you guys think. Let us know what you think our predictions, if they're on or not. Let us know who you would put or replace, and let us know what your Super Bowl predictions are. We'd love to see it, and we'd love to argue it because we're probably right, and you're probably wrong. Yeah. Now we're going to go ahead and jump into our preview for this week with a week re- nine. Yeah, week nine already. And a little bit of a recap from last week. So, you want to start with the Thursday night game? Yep. And Packers 49ers. Potentially could be a fun game. Who? Uh, actually, I don't think it's going to be a fun game at all. I said potentially. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a 50-point over-under. Green Bay is five-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. I do think the Packers win. 49ers offenses and shambles. Everybody's hurt, man. And the Packers have no running backs. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to get it done. Devonta Adams. I do think there is a chance Alan Lazard plays this game, but it'd be hard to throw him out there week one coming back. Yeah. Because don't forget, Alan Lazard was on a little tear beginning of the season. Yeah. Well, and it's a, it's a different team now, too, without him. But I think he would be, if he comes back and plays, I hope he stays healthy. Yeah. I really do like Alan I think all Lazard the tough, because op- I think you can throw Aaron Rodgers out there. Devonta Adams is an auto lock. Tanya, and I don't think it's a bad streamer. He had a decent targets last week. And if Aaron Jones can't get out there, I don't think I'm throwing any Green Bay Packers running back out there. I just don't even know who they have left. Yeah. I mean, it's just getting so so thin. Yep. 
But I mean, Aaron Jones has to be back soon, guys. Come on, like I traded for him a few weeks ago, and I haven't even yeah, been able yeah. to play him yet. And it's you really traded away me. Dalvin Cook. Yeah, I traded away <laughs> Dalvin Cook. Um, I forgot what the trade was. Dalvin Cook, and it was somebody else. Aaron Jones. No, he got Amari Cooper back, and Aaron it. Jones back. Yeah, but I traded Dalvin Cook and like not a very. I don't think it was a very talented wide receiver. I forget, but yeah, and Amari Cooper is now a bust because they got no quarterback. Yeah, so 49ers. Dude, there's everybody's hurt. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, I think McKinnon. I think you can play him. He, I, Ayuk. I think you can play him. I think so too. I, I would play Ayuk this week as a flex. I think that. Man, this team sucks. (laughs) Sucks. Well, it's disappointing because they were in the Super Bowl last year. (laughs) Yeah, and now they can't even. They can barely field the team, and they just traded away Quan Alexander. Yeah. So that's how much they really believe they're going to win this season. I really wouldn't play anybody else. I think. McKinnon and Ayuk, and I feel like both of them back in two for McKinnon, but a flex for Ayuk. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate the Green Bay favored by five and a half points, but the fifty and a half point over under, I think, is too high. Yeah, that's way too high. I'd pick under. Yep. All right, you want to jump into the Atlanta Denver game? Yep. I mean, the Broncos they were able to come back last week, but um, who cares? Yeah, I mean. This is another very, very brutal, ugly. brutal team. It really is. Just nothing. Once again, you know, you you have some talent out there. I mean, Noah Fan is is an excellent tight end. You yep. have Jerry Judy, one of the bright and upcoming wide receiver yep. stars. And it just seems like another year in Denver where they don't have a good quarterback. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, Locke brought him back at the end, but before that, it was not good. I mean, he looked terrible. In yep. fact, I think that he even got pulled. At one point, they said it was due to an injury, but I really don't think it was. I think it was just because he was playing that bad and that I mean, they had to take him out a for a second. Great, great matchup. They're yeah. playing Atlanta. Yeah, this could be high scoring, but I you can I still play Fant and Melvin Gordon, and that that's it. And I would yeah, still I even mean, question if you like, want to play. Fant. I don't. Like, I don't think you guys understand how much I want to play Jerry Judy. Like I just I want to have yeah. them on my team. In my starting roster, I just can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't a, yeah. Once Cortland Sutton went down, I really lost some value on Jerry Judy. Yeah. And it's not like it's not, he's not getting targeted or anything. It's just they're not connecting. Yeah. But Falcon side, I doubt, I don't think Calvin Ridley's going to make it. I don't back. think he's going to play. So I'd play Julio Jones. Obviously. This is a home game. Yeah. Julio's an auto lock. Yep. I, th- I think Gurley's an auto lock just because, I mean, we talked about this last week. Dude's just getting touchdowns. Yeah. Somehow, and falling in on accident yeah. touchdowns. But do you play Matt Ryan without Calvin Ridley against Denver? Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind it if you have him. If you're streaming him, some I mean, it's, I don't even think there's some leagues where he's not even on teams. Yeah, yeah, I have seen him out on waiver wires a little bit. I mean, yeah. it is a fifty point over under, which this one does kind of seem a little high too. I just don't. I mean, I see maybe Atlanta scoring a lot. I don't know about Denver scoring that much. Yeah, you know. I think one one play that I would play this week, though, which is kind of crazy because I've been against him most of the year, but Hayden Hurst. Hurst. Yeah. If, if Calvin Ridley is definitely not playing, Hayden Hurst could have a good week. Yeah. And then uh, I forget their third. Who's their three? Uh, wide receiver? Yeah. They have Gage. Gage. Russell Gage could be interesting to think nah, about, too. I just... They haven't, he hasn't done anything recently no. to give me any sort of confidence. I'm just saying. just You never know. Yep. There's always value there. Okay, let's and Atlanta's going to win that game. Yeah, they're four-point favorites. <laughs> I 
I like it. Next game, Seahawks-Bills. Should be a fun game. Should actually be a really fun game. Seattle is three-point favorites on the road in Buffalo. Over-under, 55 points. Yeah, I do. That's a pretty well, good over-under. I do think this has a possibility of being a high-scoring game. Yeah. It, but can, can Buffalo keep up? Can Josh Allen get back to it? Because yeah. it's been just, it's been bad the past few weeks. Yeah, he's not looked great. He's got a good matchup against this defense. John Brown is back and healthy. He didn't do anything last week, but yeah. it's just another added piece in the offense. Yeah. I mean, so on the Seattle side, obviously, I think you have all your autos, auto locks. DK yeah, I, would be one. Yep. Lockett. Yep. Wilson. Chris Carson I am, back. I, I, I think he's going to be back. Make sure you're going to just have a backup plan in case. This is a noon game, so it should be easy to find uh, an emergency play. But, yeah, I think Seattle, I don't think they're going to be stopping. We're going to be talking about them later in the DFS picks. But, yeah, Buffalo. I mean, Zach Moss had a good game last week, had some touchdowns, but I just I still don't have any desire to ever even think about playing him. Yeah, no, I've not been a huge fan. I still fan. see him on waiver wires and don't want to pick him up. Yeah, me neither. I think the only thing that I'm looking at is Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Yep. Yeah. I don't I don't want to I touch mean, his, that run game. His targets this year have just been absolutely insane. Diggs? Yeah. Yeah. Especially he's, compared he's to his, the past in Minnesota, the targets he was seeing. Well, he wanted to be at number one. He's, he's gonna number he, one target. Double his targets from last year. Get close to it. Yeah, well, I think he's already almost there. <laughs> Be honest, because he's at almost eighty seconds. So this year he's at seventy nine. Yeah, last year he had ninety four. So he's probably not going to double him, but he's going to crush he won't double, that. He's going to crush he's gonna that. Be able to, he'll, he should he should see a hundred targets this year easily. Oh yeah, he'll he'll probably see a, at least one hundred forty targets. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. Yep. All right, I meant he should have a hundred receptions this year. Ooh, that could be tough. Yeah, I think he'll. I, I think, think there he'll were get three there. receivers who did that last year. He'll get there. It's such it's just it's just such an odd thing because in the past he was like the deep threat guy, yeah, the guy who just was a big play guy, and now he just does everything. Well, he's always been a good route runner. Yeah, he's yeah. I just don't think Minnesota used them very well, but that's just my yep. opinion. So Bears Titans, this one's a hard one too. Well, it it shouldn't be. I think Tennessee should should ball out. They are five and a half point favorites. But after losing to Cincinnati last week, yeah, I mean this is kind of a comeback game for them. I think you can roll with Tannehill. I have him in one league. I will be looking at the other options to yeah. see if there's anything better. But if worse comes to worse, I, I'm fine. So would you stream Tannehill. him this week if you had to? Tannehill? Yeah. I mean, it depends on your options. I don't think he's at like the top of the list. It just depends what you got. But I don't think he's ever a bad play. Henry's not a start. A.J. Brown, still great. Corey Davis, though. Yeah, kind of. If you look at his games when he's played, he's been good. He's yeah. actually been. I'm actually very playing good. him this week in Dynasty. So yeah, I had to play him in a league this past week, and I kind of brought it up. I thought he was a good, desperate play, and I mean, he's been seeing targets. He's been looking good. Yeah, yeah. kind of taken away from Johnu though, which is really hosing you a yeah. little bit because you're a big Johnu yeah. fan. But yeah, no, I mean that they look good. This is a tough matchup. I I think you can throw Corey Davis back out there. And Janu, just because Janu's a tight end, but I do think it's probably most weeks it's going to be one or the other. Yeah, I think AJ Brown will be good this week. I think Henry will be good this week. It is a forty-six and a half point over under, so it is pretty low. And Tennessee is a pretty big favorite, so yeah, it's just going to be is it going to be Janu or Davis? I feel yeah. like it's going to be you know on the Chicago side, nothing really excites me outside of Allen Robinson. 
Yeah, Montgomery's a volume play. Yeah, I mean, he just once again. Jimmy Graham's a tight end streamer because Nick Foles just loves forcing him that that guy the ball. If, yeah. I mean, if he throw, if it's a perfect throw, Jimmy Graham has no problem catching it. But if he has to move at all, it's, there's can't. no chance. His <laughs> knees are going to give out at some point. This he just year. <laughs> he looks so old out there. Like yeah, he can't he run when he gets hit. He goes straight to the ground. Like yeah, he ain't running over he's anybody. Just a big dude. That's yeah. it. Yeah, this it's just sad because I do actually in our dynasty league because of the Carson injury, I was kind of waiting. Hopefully, since it was an afternoon game, I didn't have a lot of options mm -hmm. because the dynasty league is so deep, you can't just go to the waiver wire right. to pick someone. So I had Darnell Mooney. I threw him out there, and he delivered. He had a pretty good game. <laughs> and I don't think he's a bad like hope for a big game because they he's getting targets. He yeah. looks talented. He's a rookie out there. Yeah. I think in deep leagues, he, he definitely needs to be rostered. Yeah, dynasty, he needs to be rostered. Maybe not yet in redraft unless you really no, need yeah, some no, help. I, have a, I don't have him on any redraft teams. But yeah, dynasty for sure. I'm surprised no one else snagged him. Well, I've had him for quite a while. Yeah. No, speaking of our dynasty league, though, I just made a trade for quarterbacks. I don't yeah. know if you saw it. Yeah, I did. I'm, I like it. Yeah, my team, My I'm looking next year. <laughs> we we both are. We <laughs> yeah. both are. It's so my, my bad, dynasty bad team year. has been just plagued by injuries <laughs> this year. I'm finally giving up. But I realized after the trade, I actually can't, because we play a two quarterback. Yeah. I don't have a second quarterback. <laughs> I traded away both of my quarterbacks to get Dak Prescott. I traded Kirk Cousins and Baker Mayfield. You traded them to a team that's in has a second place and has shot a, at the yeah, championship. Well, yeah, second or third so now. Dak's but Dak's not going to help him this year. Dak's not going. And he had like Tyrod Taylor, mm -hmm. and he picked up Dallas's quarterback. He had nobody. Yeah. So I gave him two quarterbacks to to basically take a run for this year's championship. Yep. And so I just played for just next smart. year. But then at the same time, I was like, oh, I really hosed myself. Because <laughs> yeah. I now I need to... And there's no one on the waiver wire. Baltimore Indy? Yep. So... Wow. Guess, over under? Yeah, I guess this line. Can't be that high. They, oh, they, no, it's not high at all. Yeah, I mean, they both not been good. But yeah, I'm... Well, uh, I mean, I'm surprised. 30. No, Baltimore's two and a half point favorites. Over oh, under 45 and a half. So it's a pretty low scoring game. But they're only two and a half point favorites. Yeah, it is on the road. I just the Colts. I mean, their offense has been okay the past couple weeks. Well, I feel Michael like that's Pittman more matchup is coming debate. back. Yeah, I feel like that's more matchup based. But who knows? I mean, Jonathan Taylor. Apparently now he's dealing with an ankle injury that the team did not know about. Yeah. Before the game, Jordan Wilkins saw twenty rushing attempts. Yeah. Naeem Hines was all over the field. Yep. What do you do? I'm very disappointed with Jonathan Taylor this year. I mean, he was a. He was a top draft pick in Dynasty. Yeah, I thought I think he was if the you went best. out, If you went out and grabbed him high in your Dynasty well, leagues or I even in redraft. Well, I made some trade offers last week in leagues trying to I buy low on Jonathan get Taylor. It. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Because there's a chance that he could be out this week and possibly I had him next in, week. I had him in a lot in DFS this past week just yeah. looking at that matchup, hoping to God after the bye week they were going to get something going. Yeah. I don't know... If he just didn't say anything because he was nervous about losing a job. Yeah, I don't know. But you can't, dude, you got to stay healthy. Otherwise, you can't see the I haven't heard anyway. it's anything serious or anything, but if it's anything lingering, I mean, it's just another thing that adds to a terrible situation. It makes me nervous because if he didn't play last week and he doesn't play this week, I feel like it's significant enough that he could miss time. Yeah. I mean, he's Because as they said that I he's going to play this like week. he 30% of targets, I mean, snaps last week, but it was just not getting utilized. Yeah. I don't know. He looks. Uh, he doesn't look 
He doesn't look good on the field either. They're not. Yeah, it's, he just doesn't look good. And that offensive line is good enough to let for him to run. He just doesn't look good on the field. Baltimore side. I mean, Baltimore's got its own problems. Lamar Jackson is just not been efficient this year. Uh, the defense looks fine, but I mean, I'm just not that excited when I look at Baltimore's offense right now. No, I mean, yeah, Dobbins, Gus Edwards led him in attempts, but Dobbins was very efficient and. I think he's the better running back. I think Gus Edwards is a very good running back, though. I mean, you watch this game, especially towards the end of the game, they were able to run the ball at will. But when they had to throw the ball to try and get that last touchdown with the like few seconds remaining in the game, they couldn't do anything. Well, I think that's where Baltimore starts to struggle. If they have to win a game by throwing and a touchdown. And they're going to have to, especially if they're going to be up against the Steelers again in the playoffs, the Chiefs, yeah, the Titans. Any of them. You're going to have to throw, and I think that's where they're starting to really struggle. I mean, is Marquise Brown going to be the guy? Well, there's been reports after the game that he's very upset with his role in the offense. I don't blame him. Don't, he's not yeah. doing anything. No. Mark Andrews, I mean, it just you just watch Lamar throw the ball, and he's just overleading people. He's either throwing it too hard or too a little too far out in front of him, and they're having to die for the ball, or they have no shot at getting it. What's really frustrating is this is the Lamar Jackson, though, that— His rookie year. Yeah, and then he comes out last year and was like fixed all these problems. One of problems. the best passers in the league. <laughs> Very efficient. He was throwing with tremendous accuracy. And now we're back to Lamar as a rookie. Yep. So I don't know what changed. I mean, at least the Ravens still have that defense. That's if still they didn't have that defense, very they'd be very so good. And the Colts defense is also very good. I just I still lean the Ravens just because I think they're the better team. And mm-hmm. I still think Lamar Jackson's still more dangerous than Phillip Rivers. Do you see? Because I don't feel like he's running maybe as much either this Lamar? year. Lamar? Yeah. What's his running looking like? Uh, give me a sec. Because I haven't got to watch one Baltimore game yet this year. For some reason, I just haven't seen him televised. No. Yeah. That Pittsburgh game was pretty fun to watch at times. So, I mean, yeah, his rushing has been pretty good. He's usually about around 50, at least 50 yards a week. So, that's mm-hmm. a good baseline. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would still lean Baltimore as well, but once again, nothing really excites me in that offense. I mean, yeah, you look at his passing. He's hit 200 yards three times, and he's, yeah. and Has he hit a 300? No. His yeah. highest is 275, and that was week one. It's like Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I mean, he's still giving you, yeah, it's, it's not been great. If without his running, he would almost have the same stat lines as Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I mean, that's that's how inefficient he has been this year. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, and the Colts side, I mean, I liked Phillip Rivers as a streamer last week. That paid off. I don't like him this week, obviously. I, I, just, I, 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 I don't know what anybody. to tell you about Jonathan Taylor. I really yeah. don't. I don't yeah. have him in any league, so I don't have this decision. But, but I have no idea what I would do if I had that decision. Yeah, I don't know. Right now, it looks like he's not going to be usable. Because, I mean, we were just talking about this, even before this, about how maddening it's been with him. And yeah. now, dealing with injury stuff... That's a headache. I don't. I'm glad I don't, I don't think, deal with. Is there anybody you're actually starting in this offense? I don't. I don't think there's anybody. I, I think would you start. could throw Naeem Hines out there. If just if, as a flash. If we don't have any clarification about Jonathan Taylor's injury or anything, I'm, there's no way I'm starting Wilkins. No. Didn't put him on our waiver wire ad or anything. I just don't think it's worth yeah. anything. All right, let's go ahead and jump into the Panthers and the Chiefs game. Yeah, Kansas City, 11 point favorites, 52 and a half point over under. Chiefs are home. Yep. I, I mean, let's be honest. I think Kansas City will win this game. But, oh, yeah. You know, on Kansas City side, you know, obviously Tyree, Tyree Kill, 
Mahomes, Kelsey, auto locks. What do, do you, you trust think in, anything it, about McCall Hardman? No. I th- I think the only reason is is just consistency. I, just, yeah. I feel like he has big games. I mean, it was nice seeing he actually got good targets and caught the ball a few, yeah. like more than two two times. You know, here's what does it for me, though, is when I needed him. I put him in a DFS lineup, yeah. and I needed him, and he didn't even get a catch. Yeah. And so it's those types of games that really bug me. Oh, yeah. And that's a huge turnoff for me for that wide receiver. So even though he had a big game last week, I'm, not a, I'm still not on, on board with him. Yeah. I'm but, more worried, though, running back situation. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, it is tough. Last week they're playing the Jets, absolutely creamed them. The week before that, they played the Broncos, and the defense just creamed them. So I mean, like, <laughs> it is hard to like really see what they'll do in a tough game, a game that it's not. They're just not up by twenty points. Yeah, I I think you can still throw Clyde out there. I'm. I would still be willing to throw Clyde out there. You have to manage your expectations. Bell is still just a hold on your bench. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I if I had to pick, I'm still going to go with Clyde uh, just because he's yeah. been on the team the whole season. I think Le'Veon Bell, though, does take touches, and yeah. it's really starting to bug me, and you're starting to see it already. But you're right. They've had two good games in a row, one with the defense, one with the offense. Running backs haven't really needed to be relevant. No. But rest of season, do you think Clyde's going to get back to where he was at the beginning? No, I th- but I do think he'll, on a weekly basis, he'll probably be a week... Uh, Okay. Uh, we, <laughs> uh, yeah. A running back, too. You can say what just happened. Basis. I just took a picture for everybody that yeah. was just thinking. I don't know why I did that. Well, just because. So, yeah, yeah I, I see Clyde still as like a, a running back, too, weekly in most weeks. So, I'm still wanting to throw him out there. Panthers side, though. CMC should be back. Yeah. Is that what we're hearing still? I hope so. Yeah. Uh, it's I've, funny because, like, watching the last game Panthers played Thursday night versus the Falcons. Mike Davis, like it was like watching that game. I'm like, man, he is killing it. And then at the end of the game, I checked the score line. I'm like, he scored like eight points. What? Like, he looks like he's very good. It sucks. He's going to be probably relegated to the bench. Okay, I think you're having too much fun. You need to stop. All right, I'll stop taking pictures of myself. <laughs> DJ Moore's coming off an absolute. I mean, terrible. What game. happened last week? I don't know, but I, he didn't I, have a catch until like the last two minutes, and then they started targeting him a lot. He looked good. He always looks good when he has the ball in his hands. I know. He's not giving him the ball. Again, Robbie Anderson's a top 12 uh, wide receiver right now. That shouldn't be there. I know. It's weird. You'd think DJ Moore would be the possession guy and Robert Woods would be, I mean, Robbie Anderson would be the deep guy, but it's It's been kind of opposite. Yeah. And then there was a Curtis Samuel sighting last week. Do not care one bit about that. I like Teddy in a good matchup. This is not a good matchup. I do not like Teddy this week. No, so, I, yeah. I mean, I, I I, have DJ Moore in a league, and I'm going to have to start him in that league. I don't really feel great about it. I think you can play Robbie and then whatever running back starting. Next game, Lions-Vikings. Mm. <laughs> well, you tell me. who. It's weird seeing them right next to each other. Lions three and four, Vikings two and five. Yeah. I don't think there's a chance the Lions can win this game. Especially right now. Especially not having Kenny Galladay if he's going to miss. I think it was not Stafford. Without Kenny Galladay, I'm not playing Stafford, even in a good matchup. DeAndre Swift's fell, fallen back to earth. Do you look at Marvin Jones? 
because he's uh, coming off an okay, a pretty good game. I mean, but you got to look at somebody. Kenny's to be missed a lot of the beginning of the season, and Marvin Jones did nothing. Yeah, I, so it makes me very skeptical. I would, I would almost. So someone's got to take those targets, right? Yeah, I would almost think those targets. Actually, would go I don't to know. TJ. I don't know. I I can't get in pa- Matt Patricia's head at all. I don't know what that guy thinks and what he's trying to do on a weekly basis. It could just be Adrian Peterson and DeAndre Swift carry the ball 35 times combined in this game. That would really annoy me, but you're right. It could happen. I mean, and and again, don't forget. uh, Yeah, I don't know. I think for me, TJ is the only guy I'm very, very confident in. Yeah, I think TJ might get some more targets, but I think Swift's a flex play. You know what's funny is we were talking at one point about Matthew Stafford's over under his season long yard total. Yeah. Do you remember what that total was? It wasn't it, five thousand, which is no. Kind of it was. It was like it was really like low. barely four thousand. I think it might have been under four. It was. And I'm wondering right now because we both were like, "Oh, he'll he'll blow past." I that. said he's going to kill it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he might now. <laughs> he's not having those high, you know, three fifty, three seventy five, four hundred yard games. He's had a few, I think. So but, right now he's at just under two thousand yards. Yeah. So it'll be close. It's, uh, he might not make it. There's a chance he might not make it. That's disappointing. I'll have, to, I'll have to go back and find that number. Yeah. But so the other side of the game, Minnesota. Man, it's nice having Dalvin Cook back, isn't it? <laughs> like, yeah. He's just one of those guys who no one can tackle, and he's just full speed, one hundred percent of the time, just running with furiosity. But I think he's the easiest. I mean, you is Kirk. I think he's a streamer this week, like most weeks. This is a good matchup. Thielen, what's your temperature on Thielen? So obviously he's my boy. I've been a huge Adam Thielen fan since he's been in the league. Kind of, kind of disappointed with last week. I don't. I don't see a problem. I think he's fine. I don't think it's Thielen's issue. I think it's a Cousins issue. I feel like Kirk Cousins each week just brings something strange to the game. <laughs> um, and sometimes they don't connect. And we saw this last year too, the second half of the year, Adam Thielen was coming out and just having huge, huge, huge numbers. And then all of a sudden it's like, they've never caught a football from Kirk cousins before. or He's never thrown to him. And I'm wondering if you're going to start seeing some of that happen again this year. Yeah. Over the past two games, Justin Jefferson has out targeted him. Yeah. But I, I think it's more 1A, 1B situation than it is Steelers, the dominant one. Yeah, well, but this is also kind of what happened again last year with even with Stephon Diggs. There was games where yeah. Stephon, Giggs, uh, Stephon Diggs was definitely the dominant one. He was dominantly targeted heavily more, and it was, to me, more in the second half of the season. And there was this struggle between Cousins and Thielen, and you even saw it off the field, too. So I don't know. I I just don't know what's going on in Cousins. I think you, play, yeah, I think you have to play both of them. Got to play both of them. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully you don't have both of them on your team. <laughs> that would be yeah. That would, that would be stupid. Uh, but if you have one or the other, yeah, you definitely have to play them, especially against Detroit too. I think it's yeah. a great matchup, and I think Cousins needs to really have a good bounce back game. Not bounce back game, but a better game. Yeah. So this next game is going to be real quick. I think no one's going to watch it. Giants, Washington. All right. Oh, I would be, I would actually be glad if I didn't have to watch another NFC East game the rest <laughs> of the season. It is so, it is so ugly, man. Yeah. Every one of the teams sucks. So talking about quick exits in the playoffs, <laughs> whoever wins this division ain't going to be there long. <laughs> I mean, this is 
brutal, especially like when you look at like the NFC West and stuff with like the Rams, the Seahawks, the Cardinals, even the 49ers who are in shambles, but they're still better than any of the <laughs> NFC East teams. Like, so there was a stat during the Dallas Eagles game, and they said that the NFC East. This I think they're year, predicting the division lead, the team that's going to win a division at five wins. That's sad. That's but, so bad. But check this out, dude. So they said that the NFC East, this is the first year in NFL history that all four teams are under three wins by yes. week eight. Yeah. <laughs> How is seriously? That's never happened. No, I've never seen four teams in a division be this bad. Okay, so if you had to pick who's going to win the division, I, I mean, I have to give it to the Eagles, but uh, yeah, I mean, they're the only one with a quarterback, great, and he hasn't been I, it NFL wise. They're the great. only one with a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, seriously, and they're the, the only Eagles ones that have lose this. somewhat of a semblance of a defense. Yeah, I mean, and what's crazy is I would almost say my dark horse would be Washington. Nah. <laughs> Just because I can't. Dude, the Giants are terrible. And if so and if bad. this, and Dallas has talent, but if Dallas yeah. can't find a quarterback, it doesn't matter. It really yeah. doesn't. You're not, After what they did last week, coming in with a seventh-round quarterback, they're already talking about bringing in a practice squad guy. So, I mean... I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. So this game, Giants-Washington. Not starting. Well, I'll start Slayton, I think, would be the only person I would start I on the Giants. I think Shepard is a play. He's, really? Look, I mean, I'll pull up his targets over the past two weeks. I know his wife got into it with, uh, He's no, that eating. was Golden Tate. Did you hear about that? Golden Tate's wife is. No, uh, I didn't hear about that. Maybe it was Sterling Shepard. It was one of the wide receivers, one of those two guys. She was uh, very upset with the utilization of her husband. Oh, well, he had a nice <laughs> touchdown catch. Tate did, but Sterling Shepard over the past two weeks has seen 18 targets and scored at least 15 points in both games. Slayton's been seeing targets too. He just hasn't been connecting as much. I gave up on Evan Ingram in every league last week. Yep. It's good play. I mean, he's the third. He has this. He has the third most targets of any tight end in the league. He hasn't cracked 10 points in a week in a week. It's not him. It's definitely not him. It's his quarterback. They have no idea how to utilize him. And Daniel Jones is just looks like a little boy. Garbage. You know, he's another, this is another team where there's some good quarterbacks coming in in this NFL draft. Dude, there's a chance. There's no, they no one's him getting high. No one's getting Trevor Lawrence besides the Jets. Well, the Jets might not get him because he might not come out. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> we'll he's going to come out. He has to come out. But I mean, I don't know if Daniel Jones might lose his job this year. I mean, he's played terrible. Yeah. And he didn't play great last year. Had a and ton Washington's of not a good matchup in most regards no. and Devontae Freeman missed the last game but even if he's back out there I don't feel good about him. him and on the Washington side Antonio Gibson I think is a good play this week yeah Terry McLaurin oh yeah always a good play that's about it I mean the Giants do have Bradbury but I do think let me check I do think they've played once already this year yeah they played in week six and McLaurin had a good enough game scored just under 15 points so yeah, Terry's a great play, and I think Antonio Gibson's a good play this week too. But besides that, yeah, Washington sucks. It's disappointing. Next game, this yeah. could be a fun one again. They, yeah, these teams just played not that long ago. Yeah, Houston in Jack Jackson, in yeah. Jacksonville. Houston, wow, seven point favorites on the road. Well, Gardner's think, not going to play. Yeah, I think. Well, Gardner's not even going to be on the field. Yeah, he might be done, guys. <laughs> I think the Gardner Minshew experiment. I know there were quotes is, from Doug Marone 
coming. He say he said coming out of the bye, there's going to be major changes. Yeah, they've not looked good. And no. I mean, even then, I mean, Gardner's not looked. He's not looked great. Both of these teams are one and six, but at least the Texans have Deshaun Watson. They have Will Fuller. They have talent, and they're connecting and stuff. Jacksonville, they they have DJ Chark. He's getting targets, can't do anything with them because they can't connect. James Robinson has looked good. But these both these teams are just bad, bad, bad. Houston side, Watson is a great play. Will Fuller is a great play in this game. And you could throw David Johnson out there. He hasn't, he's been consistently average. So <laughs> that's good enough. But I mean, what's your temperature on Cooks? Oh, man. I don't know. I just I've never always been a massive fan of Brandon Cooks because he's just again once a very inconsistent type wide receiver. I mean, his past three games, week seven, Green Bay, thirteen points. Week six against Tennessee, twenty-one points. Week five against Jacksonville, thirty points. Those games he's seen twelve targets, nine targets, and nine targets. I think you have to throw him out there in this matchup. Yeah, I w- I wouldn't mind playing him this week, especially against Jacksonville. It is nice but- because this is what I was imagining. Before the season started, this mm-hmm. is what Cooks would be doing. I kind of gave up on him when he goose-egged, but... Well, he's just not doing it consistent enough. But when he's playing bad teams, he's doing... He's like this. He's doing fine. So I wouldn't I wouldn't mind it. Yeah. But it does look officially that uh, Jake Lutton or Luton is going to start six-round pick for Houston this week. Yeah, I have... Yeah, and I have a tough decision to make. I know in one league with DJ Chark... Yeah, I do I started, do it? Do I do it? Because James Robinson did great play in this game, but besides that, it's just the DJ Char question. Yeah. Good luck with that, man. Because I mean, I know his DraftKings price is super, super cheap, and like I want to do it, <laughs> but I just don't know if I can pull the trigger. Because I love Chark. I think he's a very, it's very talented talent, wide man. receiver. It's the it's the quarterback play. All right, let's move what's, on. What's your percentage chance that Gardner gets back in there at some point? This, like this coming week? No. Oh, and, at the rest of the season? Yeah. Or what's what's the percentage chance this is the last we've already seen the last of? Gardner I think uh, I think a lot depends on what Jake does this week because I don't think they're going to win this game. It is a home game for Jacksonville. But if he does, if he does good enough, they'll. I think they'll stay here. I mean, he doesn't have to outplay that much. No, <laughs> Gardner hasn't been great. I think what he needs to do is hold on to I the football. I do wonder how be- the team will react. I, from my impressions of Gardner, is I imagine his teammates really, really like him. Yeah, but so that could be hard to pull off. But yeah, I would give I think it. If you're not winning. I would give it a matter. fifty-fifty shot. This we've already seen the last of Gardner Minshew this year. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go much higher or lower than that. I think. I think that's a good and I, NFL wise. It could be a good decision, but at least for like a fan wise, that sucks because. Gardner is fun, to, fun watch to watch sometimes. Yeah, but. And his mustache is, you know, cool-esque, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. You, you, you're in a you're in a sport where it's all about winning and you're not winning. Yeah. So move on. Next game. Raiders Chargers. I think this could be a fun game. Yeah, I do too. We'll get to him later. In but LA. Yeah, we'll get to him later. But I think Derek Carr is a sneaky streamer this week. Really? Yep. You don't hear that too often. So that's kind of no. like breaking news. So, they, I mean, they're on the road in L.A. against the Chargers, and the Chargers are only one-and-a-half-point favorites. That's not a lot, for, especially for them being home. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a, a little 53 surprised. 53-point over-under. I, I, I would have the Chargers up 
yeah. quite a few more points. I think I would take the Chargers laying the points. Yeah. But Raider side, I mean, Josh Jacobs got a ton of carries last week, and I kind of called that game against the Browns. It was just going to be an ugly game. Browns mm-hmm. were going to fall back to earth. It was going to be a running back duel. Cream Hunt didn't do anything, mm-hmm. which is the person I thought was going to have the better game. But <laughs> Jacobs, I mean, he had a good rushing game, but... I'm really getting disappointed with him, yeah. to be honest. I mean, he had a, an amazing week one and then hasn't done it since. And I don't know. There's not a lot going on in that offense, so I no. just don't understand why well, he's yeah, not getting I, passing work. And I think Waller is obviously one of the best tight end plays. He's about one of the few left. And before last week, I mean, it's kind of hard because the weather was really bad last week for that game for the Raiders. I think you could look at Nelson Aguilar maybe. Before that, he was doing pretty good with Carr, but it's hard to put your faith in anyone in the receiving game for the Raiders. Chargers side, though, Herbert, I mean, we've talked about him already earlier in this episode. Kind of he's been bit. killing it. He's a great, great play. This I think he's yeah. I think he's an auto lock. Really? Until proven otherwise right now. So especially in this matchup. I, I still think Herbert's on some waivers. Really? Yeah. I don't think oh, I've I seen him scoop him up so fast. Yeah, let me check a couple of leagues real quick. I thought I saw him on there recently, and I was kind of surprised. But yeah, we both kind of a couple of weeks ago called that bold prediction. Justin Jackson's going to be the running back you want in this group. It hasn't been that good, but it's clearly been Justin Jackson, the better one. I know I have a waiver priority. I have a waiver waiver order for him in one of my leagues right now. Hopefully, I can uh, he get got him. picked up last week, so never mind. He's not out there. So. But, I mean, Keenan Allen is another great play. He's just Herbert feeding him, man. Mike mm-hmm. Williams is, I think, a good play in this game. But it sucks for Hunter Henry, man. Yeah. Because I, I, I've never been a big fan of Hunter Henry, but I, I would be... I do think he could be doing more. And yeah. it's hard to tell if it's the offense philosophy, what they're trying to do, or if it's just Herbert not wanting to go there. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really not that sure. I think I think Hunter Henry's talent is great. Um, but yeah, it's just not I mean he's he's better than a guy that we'll talk about a little bit later though, than Mike Kosecki. So, I'd rather have Henry in that regard. Next game. Pittsburgh Dallas. Yeah, and uh oh, this be line. Oh, Pittsburgh. So, Pitts, obviously Pittsburgh's winning. But Guess are we took 16 and a half. A little bit less. They're just under two touchdown favorites. Really? 13 and a half points. With an over-under of 42. No way. So, I Cowboys mean, are not gonna scoring be 42 anything. Nothing. Like, <laughs> that, Dallas, Dallas isn't scoring. I, I mean, I would really like... And I, guess what? I mean, it, Cowboys are home. Yeah. I'm taking the Steelers to cover. Yeah. I would really like Dallas to score touchdowns. I got Amari Cooper in a few leagues, but I think I mean Zeke. It has been rough, 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 and I think it's going to stay rough. You know what? I think I brought this up last week as well, and I'm going to bring it up again. He went out and said yeah. that he's the guy. Yep. He wanted the guy money. Guess what? Got ninety million. You're not the guy right now. You're not leading that team. Dak Prescott was leading that team. Yeah. You know, if if anybody wants to sit there and argue that Zeke is what makes Dallas tick. They're completely wrong because the minute Dak Prescott left that field, Dallas has not been relevant. Nope. So Jerry Jones, if he's going to be your quarterback, I'm sorry, dude. You're going to have to pay him, and he's going to get a lot of freaking money. Yep. 
<laughs> at least what De- what Watson got, or more. Yeah, it, it'll probably be more. Yeah, it'll, but I'm just saying to, because again, look at how bad they are yeah. now. And I mean, you have. I mean, you still have to play Zeke. I think. Yeah, you, I'm glad yeah. I traded him in both leagues. Yeah, you have to, and I don't want Zeke. You know, well, I have him in a league, and. You know, I think I was even uh, someone was was bugging me about like the fact that Zeke was trying to get offered for Dalvin Cook or something, and, and I'm like, I'd take that all day long. Yeah. And so, and then the guy, I forgot who it was, but it was like, oh, I I don't think you would. Guess what? I sent the trade and it got rejected. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I'm unfortunately for me, you know, good for him because I think you know again Dalvin Cook scored 40 points, but Zeke isn't going to be that relevant. Yeah. But and I'll still take him on my team as a just in case. So receiver wise, I know on our fade list, I think we put it out Sunday morning. I think we put out all I, of them. Yeah, I put out Amari Cooper. I thought we did all of them. Yeah, but I was mostly for Amari Cooper just because that was that slay mm-hmm. made me a little nervous. And yeah, I mean it came to fruition. This, I mean this. I'm done talking about the Cowboys offense. Let's go to the Steelers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Steelers, <laughs> your auto starting. I mean, I think this is a good matchup for I think ben. this is, Ben's a great streamer this week. Now, Ben Connors, a or great Ryan player. Tannehill this week for a stream. Oh, Ben. Ben, Ben. Because they're both out there for ben. sure. So I, I, I agree that, with you. I, I think, think ben. in the league I have Tannehill, Ben's out there, and I think that's what I'll probably end up leaning. But yeah. Uh, I think Deontay Johnson's got a great matchup this he, week. Yeah, it's... Just don't get kicked out, my the, friend. The dude, yeah, it just always leaves the field. It just makes me nervous. Yeah. Claypool had a decent game. I, I I do think you can throw Claypool out there if you're de- if you're desperate. What about Juju though? I mean, you're not throwing all three out there, are you? I've been having to play him in some leagues. At least he's doing something worth of mm-hmm. note. Now I don't know what it was. Like I don't know, man. Juju's been so so frustrating this year. Yeah. It is disappointing. I think James Conner's also an auto lock in this game for sure. Oh yeah. And Ebron's a streaming tight end every week. If yeah. he catches a touchdown, you'll be happy. All right, so, Miami, Arizona. Game. This one's fun. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I'm, Tua I'm really versus excited Kyler. to see. I mean, so starting with Dolphins. Yeah. Tua, I mean, it wasn't great last week. I threw a couple picks. Yeah, he did throw a touchdown to Parker, but Parker, I think, had two catches. Yeah. Seki had like two targets. It was just that defense was dominating and the offense didn't need to do a whole lot. That defense did crush. I, I mean, you could definitely tell, too, it wasn't 100% comfortable in there, but he's a rookie, and it was his first game. And honestly, I think it could have been worse, because right before the game started, Jalen Ramsey ended up not playing. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, it did kind of lessen, but I mean, you're still going up against, you know, one of the best, you know? Yeah, and we did just learn Miles Gaskin will be missing. Oh, yeah, three games. Yeah, so. Minimum three games, so you'll lose a running back. And he had a an okay game last week. So yeah, if you were counting on him, he's going to be missing some time. I wouldn't drop him though. No, Parker, no, I drop him. Parker, you can still throw out there. But besides, I'm not playing Gaseki anymore until he proves something. Yeah. Well, I'm getting ready to yeah, drop him. You don't even need to, yeah, you don't need to roster him or anything. Yeah. It's really disappointing. By the way, I, when I said one of the best, I was talking about Aaron Donald, just in case anybody was oh. wondering. <laughs> so, he is the best. He is the best. So of all time. I mean, I, if I was two, I'd be a little nervous as yeah. well. Be my first game going up against Aaron Donald. Yeah. So Arizona, yeah, Arizona, this is, I'm, I'm really excited because I think this, this is kind of almost a test, man. My defense has been playing yeah. well, especially their past defense. Yeah. So Kyler, I would still play. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. Playing Kyler is matchup proof. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is matchup proof. Matchup proof. Edmonds. I would. I, I think would. he's a good play this I week. Think we'll, talk about him. we'll talk about him later. I think he's a very yeah. good play. I think he's fine. 
And, and I think you can throw Christian Kirk out there. I was getting ready to say, I was thinking Kirk wouldn't be he's bad back, either. I mean, it, it, his targets between games have been a little inconsistent. Some games he sees like seven, eight targets. Some games he sees like three or four. Mm-hmm. But the past few games, he's strung some stuff together. I know he's had two two touchdown games, but I'm willing to throw him out there as a flyer. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it either. I don't have him in any leagues, but yeah, I would. I I still wouldn't. Still wouldn't mind it. Yeah, I'm hurting in Dynasty, so I'll probably he's definitely going to be in my life. I told you, trade me. I need a first round pick, so give yeah, me yours. So do I. Do you not have one? No, I do. Oh well, then give it to me. Yeah, I'm going to need it. There you go. <laughs> All right, New Orleans, Tampa, Sunday night game. I this, actually, I think it's going to be a good. Game. If Michael Thomas is back, this could be a very, the, very fun. I game. I think it's going to be a fine game. Uh, I'm really excited to Ooh. to see Ooh. Ooh. the, the line. Um, I think it's going to be close. Is it not close? It's not that close. Really, ten? No, Tampa. At Tampa's home, they're five and a half point favorites. I am just surprised the divisional game Sunday night. Maybe they're not expecting Michael Thomas, Thomas back. To play, yeah. If Michael Thomas doesn't play, I think Tampa's I would have thought this unlocked. would have been like a, around a two point game. Two and a half, maybe. Yeah. So the, I mean, the over under is fifty two, so that's not bad. We'll start with the Saints. Kamara, not playing. If Michael Thomas is not out there. I'm not playing. Actually, even if Michael Thomas is out there, are you playing Breeze? No. Yeah, I'm not either. I think it's just. I Cook. would play Michael Thomas though. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it, besides that, it's just Cook and Kamara. Yeah, and Cook, I would do as a streaming tight end, oh, yeah. not as just an auto lock. Yeah, hopefully, because in one league I have Dallas Goddard, and he's on a buy this week, so hopefully I get Cook. Yeah. Um, Tampa side, I I wouldn't mind playing There's, Brady this week. Oh yeah, no, that that's a good play. Whatever receivers are healthy, Mike Evans, if Godwin can get back out there, no, I'm not playing my Antonio Brown. Okay. Yeah, I don't think Godwin's going to be back this week, though. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we'll have to see. But if if there's only two of them, if, if it's just Mike Evans, I think I would feel a little bit better about Antonio Brown. But like I've seen some reports from Bruce Arians this week, just like, we don't know if he's going to play like 30 snaps or... He's Seems gonna like they're going to play gonna 15 a snaps. Bit. He said, "Don't expect like anything over 60." So <laughs> he's not going to be on the field the whole game. But we'll see how long that lasts. I mean, we saw in New England last year yeah. he was barely on the field and still had a good game. Yeah, but the question—I mean, Gronk's also a decent tight end option right now. But the running backs—it it was back to just all four net, and apparently he's a nickel back. That that. that it's a terrible the band. The biggest Nickelback I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I think Fournette's... Why do, why, do, why do they do this, man? I mean, it's like every other week we go back and forth like, this is the guy. Who's going to be the this guy? This is the guy week. you got to play. Yeah, I'm kind of done with it. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah I mean, I have no shares of any of them, so I haven't had to deal with this situation all year, but... No, but I do know somebody that has both of them on their team. That feel sorry for them. I feel really sorry. You do for too. Them. So no, I I think I think when I'm looking at this team, because it was it wasn't just the work; it was the snaps too. Fournette killed Ronald Jones in every aspect of the game. Right. But if if Godwin's not there, and this what isn't a good see, matchup, what do you see about Scotty Miller? No, no, no. What about Gronk? Yeah, I think Gronk. Yeah, I think Gronk's you, a you, streaming tight end. Streaming yeah. tight end this week. So, yeah, I mean it, that. That connection with Brady and Gronk look, actually looked pretty good the past couple weeks. Yeah. All right. Monday night game? Yep. New England, Jets. Ugh. Crappiest Monday night game? And yeah, it was it was close to... Now we had a Giants recently game too on Monday night, wasn't it? 
Well, that the last Monday night game was um, Bucks Giants. Yeah, it was a pretty bad game. Yeah, it was t- t- terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't foresee this one being that so, much better. Yeah, Patriots. I I I was calling for the camp comeback week last week. It better be this week. <laughs> it was close. It, he had a bad fumble late in the game driving. They could have won that game. I do like Cam a lot this week, but I understand if you have a hesitation with it. The Jets' offense is just terrible. But besides that, I mean, Damon Harris did a little something last week. I mean, I'm I'm just back with, you know, I, I feel the same way about Tampa as I do New England's running backs. Well, yeah, New I England's worse because they're not, at least at least in Tampa Bay, the running backs are producing. True. New England I just, not. I still just don't know. I don't know who to play. You know, I dropped Damon Harris just a few weeks ago, and it's like, do I want to go pick him up? Not really. Yeah. So. I mean, you got Cam. That's it. Yeah, and I'm still and the Jets. I would say Cam's a streamer. I wouldn't even. No, yeah, 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 yeah. He's no. not no auto lock for no. me. And I would still play Big Ben over him this week, even against the Jets. That one's tough. Would you? So you would you would you play Cam or Big Ben this week? I think I go Cam. Really? Yeah. I just I just don't know about that, man. It's the Jets, man. It's Dallas, man. They're the it's, new Jets. Yeah. <laughs> new England is two and five, and they're seven point favorites on the road against the Jets. Well, that's because the Jets haven't won a game this year. Exactly. But Dallas has only won two games this year. That's 200% more, infinity more. <laughs> I don't know. I'd still play Ben over at Dallas than I wouldn't. It's just because I don't think... I mean, I don't think it's... I I think it's close, but... Well, that's who's the, that, that's the nice thing about Cam. He He's got to run for 200 yards and run for two touchdowns well, for yeah, it to be relevant. That, that'd be that's not going to happen. Super relevant if he did that. But I think the Jets side... Can Crowder get back on the field, please? Because well, Darnold, apparently, he might not. He's he's going to try and work through his, his re-injury, but I don't. I don't think it matters. I think he's just doing that because Trevor Lawrence is on his heels. Yeah, I. If Jamison Crowder can get out there, you can play him. And Lamichael P. Ryan, it's it's not great. I mean, they're still running the Frank Gore out there. I just what it. Do you think they're blatantly taking for take for Tua, and that's why they haven't fired Gase? You think that's for Tua? Tua's already in the league. I mean, bro. yeah, Trevor. <laughs> do you think that is coming down from like on high, or do you think this is just Adam Gase being Adam Gase? You know what's sad is we actually have to discuss that <laughs> because Adam Gase sucks that bad. I think it's just Adam Gase. Being I, Adam Gase. I really do. I mean, think about it. What did he do in Miami? What he's doing right now in New York? He got him. Yeah, nothing. I mean, just absolutely nothing. And you can say what all you want. You can tank for Trevor all you want, man. But at the same time, you're a professional freaking football team. And every it, what's going to happen is you're going to hurt players. Yeah. You're just going to be hurting people. And that's not okay. And if I was the players and that's what's happening, I, would, I wouldn't even suit up because what's the point? Yeah, I mean, we yeah, ain't gonna they win got rid anyway. of Jamal Adams was tired of it. Yeah, just say, hey, if this is the route we're taking, bye. You don't need me, you know, contract or no contract. I mean, that's ridiculous. I did. I did see the uh, the fantasy footballers, their Halloween episode. Yeah. Mike, he dressed up as Adam Gase oh, and he just fantastic. had a Jets jersey on and like the poop emoji for, in, for like in front of his face. The that's whole time. so good because it so, yeah, it's it so true. Fun. I mean, that whole organization needs to if you're not going to try and play football, 
And if I was Trevor Lawrence, I wouldn't want to go there. Well, but no, if you're not wanting to play football, not. then just leave the league. I mean, I don't think Burrow wanted to go to Cincinnati. I mean, he's making it work, but everyone wants to go yeah, to the but there's best there's a turnaround. Team. Well, you're not, if you're the best quarterback in the draft, you ain't well, going to exactly, the best team. Exactly, exactly. But your job would be to make it the best team, but I don't even think he could do that. Trevor Lawrence is a incredible quarterback, and we'll talk about him in the offseason and whatnot. I don't think he can turn around that team. Probably not. So, teams on bye this week. We got the Bengals, Browns, Rams, and Eagles. Bye, bye, bye. And there actually, there were some reports I saw today about Cooper Cup maybe hurting his hand. So, make sure you're watching that. Yeah, that especially could, when could, they come back off yeah. the bye week. So, you want to get into the DFS picks? Yeah, you want to start with quarterbacks? Yeah, you can go. All right. So, quarterbacks, Russell Wilson. It's another bad week for quarterback pricing. Yeah, they're all high. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russell Wilson, third overall, 76. I can't believe he's not, he's not like first. Yeah. Though, uh, Josh Allen, fifth at seven. Same, yeah. Same game. Same game. Yeah. Justin Herbert is probably might be something I'm eyeing this week. Seventh, 68. Yep. And if and you want to get sneaky, yeah, play. if you want to get sneaky, Derek, Derek Carr, Carr, same game with Herbert, $5,700, 15th highest price. And if a, you look at Carr's stat lines over the season, he has not been bad. He's had quite a few decent games. Yeah. So, and it's a it's a de- it's a pr- it's a pretty good matchup for him this week too. Oh yeah. So running backs, Dalvin Cook against Detroit. You have wow, you, that's high. Yeah, but I mean, I think it's worth it. Who's number one this week? I think it's still CMC. He's been number one like every week. He's hedging their bets. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm I'm willing to go out with Chase Edmonds against Miami. He's the sixth highest priced running back, but if he's the only guy there, he's just very efficient. They actually utilize him in the passing game. I think he's going to get the goal line. I think it's a good play. I like Josh Jacobs against the Chargers. He's the 10th highest priced. And some of the cheaper guys, Antonio Gibson, like I talked about earlier, against the Giants, 15th highest priced running back. And if you want to go cheap, I like Justin Jackson. Yeah, he had he, a good week last good week. Good volume last week. He's only $4,900, 26 highest priced against Las Vegas. I think it's a good play. Yeah, I like that a lot, actually. Uh, wide receiver, Stephon Diggs, third overall, 7,400 against Seattle. Not a bad play. If you notice, there's a little bit of a trend there with the Seattle-Buffalo stuff. Yep. Uh, and then, of course, Keenan Allen as well against Vegas, sixth highest at seven. Some sneakier stuff in the middle. We got Terry McLaurin against the Giants. Could could have a huge week. He's been pretty consistent even with no quarterback play. Yeah. Um, that's been good. No, yeah, he's seeing great, great targets. And yeah. He's still he's still very wide relevant. One. Surprisingly, Justin Jefferson's kind of dipped a little bit. He's yep. now 17th at 61. Against Detroit, this could be a really good yep. matchup because Jeff Okuda is probably going to take Adam Thielen, and we'll see what happens from there. Yep. Uh, and then Deontay Johnson. You just, you, I mean, you got to watch the injury report. I mean, yeah, and it was, it, it's failed once last week. <laughs> Besides that, it's well, worked the, and every it's week. not our fault. Yeah. <laughs> just don't get kicked out of the game. But I, I, this one I put on here, it's very, very sneaky, very, very cheap, very late. Darnell yeah. Mooney against Tennessee. Nick Foles really likes to throw the ball deep to him. Yeah. $3,900, 54th price. He might not receiver. give you a ton of receptions, but no. he could come out with maybe three or four catches yep. for 120 yards and a TD. So yep. it could happen. Yeah, tight ends. If you don't want to pay up for Kelsey, I like Hawkinson against Minnesota, $5,100, third highest priced. But this one is actually kind of interesting. He's the, he is the fourth highest priced tight end, but I think this the price I'm willing to go for him and target him, Mark Andrews against Indy, $4,800. That is not that much. Yeah. Mark Andrews was around $6,000 the yeah. beginning of the season. Yeah. And then if you want to get cheaper, 
Not by much, though. Noah Fant against Atlanta. $4,600. And then I put this one on here. I, I'm having a tough time with it now, just over the past few weeks. Yeah. It's not the player. It's the volume he's been getting. It's Jonu Smith against yeah. Chicago. He's the 12th highest priced tight end. I think he's always a good play, though. Yeah, but I mean, you're only looking at saving, like, from Noah Fant, like $700. So, I mean, that's a decent chunk of change, but if you're scared off from him, you might just want to pay up. Yeah. I'll have a lineup with John or two, but I always usually tight pay down to have, tight ends. It has definitely been difficult this year in DFS. Yeah, defenses and tight ends, I'm always very cheap. Yeah. So, let us know what your thoughts. We, we Again, we've been hearing that people have been winning money. We're very excited to hear that. We've been winning some money. Um, but let us know. Where would they be able to reach us at, James? Uh, Twitter, at the TFL Monsters. Facebook, at the TFL Monsters. Patreon, Apple Podcast, Anchor, the Fantasy Monsters. And, yeah, you can find our personal handles there, too. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks again for listening to another week of the Fantasy Monsters. We'll catch you next week. Have a good one. You can hold me back. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not heater on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts. Oh, these chains can keep me down. Yeah. I can be ruby in the mood. I can be rotten. I can be cool, man, I can fool, but never forgotten Creeping in the dark, waiting for you Yeah, I feel like a monster